Ugh. Tully Gaston Badeau studied herself in the large mirror in the master bathroom, wondering where her trim waistline had gone. Wherever the hell it is, it's there sunning itself with the hair that used to be dark. Did you say something? You're mumbling again. Are you practicing another closing argument? Tully could barely hear Jessica Badeau's question through the closed door, since her lover was getting dressed in the adjoining walk-in closet. No. Tully sucked in her stomach, raised her arms, and flexed her biceps. She was beginning to be depressed. Forty sucked when it finally rolled around, and adding another couple of years didn't help. Now I know you said something. I can hear you talking. Jessica opened the bathroom door to finish her makeup and hair before she pulled on silk underwear and a white blouse, figuring her partner was done since she rarely, if ever, bothered with makeup. In fact, it bothered Jessica how Tully had given in to her graying hair and expanding waistline. She liked that her own hair was still as dark as when they met. Her weight hadn't fluctuated much even after each pregnancy, and her face still didn't show signs of her 40 years. It didn't matter that some of those secrets were between her and her hairdresser and dermatologist. Tully's gray eyes were slightly bloodshot, but Jessica noticed they still softened when she smiled and said, Can I tell you, you're the best-looking girl who's wandered in here all morning? Tully pressed up against her and tried to kiss her, but Jessica moved away and put her hands up. I've got rounds this morning. I didn't realize a good morning kiss chewed up so much of your valuable time. Tully's tone, no longer teasing, now held an icy edge usually reserved for her adversaries. Before this rebuff escalated into another argument, Tully walked away. She wasn't in the mood for another of Jessica's lame excuses. Tully didn't have to be in court that day, and she hadn't scheduled any clients, so she chose a casual blue seersucker suit. She was dressed and down the hall before Jessica finished in the bathroom. The room at the other end of the hallway was closed, but Tully could easily hear the stereo blaring from the other side. She had to knock for three minutes before the teenaged inhabitant decided to grace her with an audience. After a few screaming matches, she and Jessica had learned it was a small price to pay to knock and wait instead of just walking in. What? And good morning to you, sunshine. Tully went on as if the kid was happy to see her. Are you almost ready? Why? I thought you might like a ride to school and I have time this morning. Why? Why what? She detested these conversations but figured eventually the pod people who'd stolen the cute little girl who once enjoyed bedtime stories would bring her back and retrieve the surly replacement model that had shown up the year before. Why would you want to? Why wouldn't I? Bailey Badeau continued to chew her gum, adding a few pops. We'll see, she answered before closing the door. Aware that the immediate increase in the stereo volume masked the sound, Tully banged her head softly against the wall a few times. Talking to Bailey often left her in that mood. The last hope of restoring her faith in the reasons she decided to settle down and have a family rested behind the door in the middle of the hall. It opened before she could knock, and Ralph Badeau looked up at her and smiled. Morning, Ralph. You ready, buddy? 
His smile widened, his face displaying the dimples that appeared when he was happy. Seeing them reminded her again of the wonders of genetics and the sense of immortality that ensued if you decided to venture into the uncertain world of parenting.